יום הזה יחפר עליכם לתאר אסכם מכל חטיסכם לפני הוויה תתהרו. He said, this is the postage which is written with regards to Yom Kippur, that on this day he atones for you, Hashem forgives you to purify you, to purify you from all your sins, before Hashem you should be purified. So here he says the language to purify you, he forgives you to purify you, it says two times. It says first, to purify you from all your sin. Then it says, before Hashem. So, Lahovin Kefaloshin to understand the duplicate language of Letahed and also Vititahor. Seems like two madregas, two levels, one level of Tahar and then another level of Tahar. So, in order to understand that Tzorich Levair. So we need to explain the idea of 10 days of repentance. What is the idea of 10 days of repentance? Why is there 10 days? Why is it specifically 10 days were set up for repentance? And and it says, this day, so it's on the 10th day, who Yom HaAsiri? On the ten days, he atones for you. So the ten days of tshuva, there is no atonement yet. It doesn't say yichaper. Hashem, when is Hashem yichaper? On Yom Kippur. Why? Any time they do, they repent. They should have been forgiven immediately. Why do you have to wait for Yom Kippur? You do tshuva, you'll be forgiven right away. Says, for the, the idea is, what is the idea of this teshuva, of returning to Hashem? Is to turn your face to Hashem's face. Face to face to Hashem. Which means, not like simply we say to return, means that you are away. You're far away, you're distant, like in a physical way, and you have to become close. So in this case, in a spiritual way, you are distant, but you have to come close. But rather, what you have to do is you have to turn yourself around, you have to turn to face HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that even though you are in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's proximity, you are next to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but still, you still have to turn around and face Him. That's the way. So he says... Because is then not Hatshuva means to return, to become close. You become far away. Teshuva means to return. So you go back close. The doesn't apply with regards to return to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Why because with regards to Hashem, it's written, the heavens and the earth I fill. So why would you need to return to become close? How did you distance yourself? I mean, Abishter is everywhere. So you can't really be away. You're there always in the presence of Hashem. So why do we say here about returning? 
when you can't really go away in the first place. So what is there to return? So he's going to explain returning means you can be next to Hashem, but if you don't turn to Hashem and you don't face Hashem, that's called turning you back to Hashem, not, not, not facing Hashem. And the idea is to turn to facing Hashem. As it's going to quote, quote, say from the Posse that sometimes you can even do the mitzvahs of Hashem. But you're just doing them. So you're close to Hashem, you're doing them. But you're doing them out of rote, out of uh, routine. And you don't, uh, you know, do it with desire. You don't do it with love, with, 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 a, with a heart, with the wanting. So that's called like backwards, you know, doing it. The idea is to return to Hashem. But first... He's going to bring the Moshal. Inyan who commercial based on the like the example, you have two people, who are standing next, one next to the other one. But they're turning their backs one to another, one to another. In other words, they're standing backwards. They're next to each other, but they're back to back. So there is no greater distance than this. Standing next to them and turning your back to them, there's no greater distance. And what is the idea of coming close? It's just by returning the face to the face. The kach, and likewise the same thing. Behold, it's written. So first he's saying, just like we say, back to back and front to front, there is the front and the back by a person, by two people. We're going to also first learn what is the panim, what is the ponim, what is the back of Hashem. And then we're going to have what's the ponim and the back from the person. And we're saying that we have to face Hashem's ponim. Sometimes we say Hashem shows us His face. By Hashem also we find the concept of Hashem's back and Hashem facing you. When Hashem wants to give you, that means He's giving you with a good face. When Hashem gives you but without a... A uh, real warning that's called that Hashem is giving you to you like backwards, like somebody who's throws things behind his back. When you want Hashem with your heart, then it's called you're turning your face to Hashem. If you're just doing it, then it's your back is to Hashem. So let's turn aside. Likewise, it's, it says, the passage that says, You will see my back. My face you will not see. This is what's said to Moshe Rabbeinu when he asked Hashem that he wants to see Hashem. Hashem says, you can only see my back and not my face. But he wants to bring here the verse, so we see there's something which is called the back of Hashem, and there's something which is called the face of Hashem. Likewise, There is the idea of the face, and then there's the idea of the back. And then there's a further verse that states, the Pasuk says, we say in the Birchas Kahanim, when Hashem says, Yoed Hashem, May Hashem shine His countenance, His face to you. So again, we're saying Hashem shall face you, give you your space. Pirush. So what does it mean that Hashem will give you with the ponov, would give you with His face, He'll shine you His face? That the flow should come from a shining, from Hashem's ponim, from Hashem's face in a direct way. Which means, that means that from His inner will, a person sometimes does something, he wants to do something, but he doesn't really want to do something, right? But the inner will means that's what he really wants. A person doesn't want to get up and go to work. He has to go to work, but because what he really wants is he wants the money so he can pay the bills and, and do other things with the money that he wants. That's what he really wants. But sometimes you, 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 
you want to get up in the morning, you put up the alarm clock, is not because you really want to get up in the morning, but because you have to get up in the morning. So that means, but we're saying that we want Hashem to shine His face from the previous means that He should really want us. Uh, and when Hashem wants it, means because Hashem loves us. Kidiksiv, like the Pesach says, V'ohev is Yaakov. Hashem says, I love Yaakov. Yaakov loves him. I mean, you love Yaakov means that you give him because you love him. But Uksiv, and then there's a Pesach says, Kimochay Emcha, I will erase. So there's a hatred to Amalek. Hashem says, I will erase it. Hashem doesn't want it. But, so how does, if Hashem says, I'm going to erase Amalek, how does that Amalek sustain? So how does Amalek exist if Hashem doesn't want him? So how does he exist now while Hashem doesn't want him? He is sustained from the level of a and therefore, the flow that Hashem gives him to revitalize him, that comes from the level of like backwards. That's the kainu that is, like somebody throws behind his back. So yeah, he gives it to you. He says, here, take it. So you take something and you give it, throw it behind your back, you said, I'm giving it to you, but of course that's called backwards, you're not giving it because you want to give it. He gives it to his enemies who he doesn't give it willingly, complete willingness. It's as if, only as if he is forced to give it. This flow is not from the inner, uh, inner and it's not his main will. But on another hand, when we talk about a tzaddik, so then the flow comes from the inner will. Over there, he gives it with a complete desire. One, how to respond him? Shining the face, it gives it with joy, with gladness of heart, with a lot of strength and rejoicing, happiness. So he wants to give it. That is. When called Primus Ritzoin. So, in a similar way, you and Gamke in will also understand the Tshuva. So far, we spoke about Hashem's flow, what Hashem gives to us. That's Hashem's Panim. There's Primus, and the Primus is giving willingly with love, which Hashem wants to. And Chitonis, so to speak, is Hashem gives it, look, okay, you have to get it, He gives it. So by Yaakov, it's Ahavis Yaakov, and by uh, Amolek, it's Kibach Emcha. It's not not given. Now we find the same thing is with regards to the level to, of Teshuva by the person. for the verse states, We find by the person, it says, they turned to me their backs. So it's an interesting thing over here because the Pasik states, they turned to me. But they turned to me with their backs. Torah doesn't say that it didn't turn to me at all. It doesn't say, like, Panoelai, doesn't say they didn't turn to me. It says, Panoelai, they did turn to me. But they turned to me with their backs, meaning they're doing it like in a backwards way. They're not doing it in, a, in the right way. So he says, Panoelai, Pirush, they did, they turned to me. They do turn to Hashem, blessed be Kiyum, fulfilling his turn as mitzvahs. But nevertheless, it's only they turn to Hashem in a way over the back. It's not from the inner desire 
they're not doing it because they really want the insight uh, and uh, a yearning, a wanting. They do it in a way that the uh, command of people that has been taught, it's been routine, the taught way. And it goes coldly. So that means when you turn, go to the back to Hashem, it means you go coldly. But, huh? No. But Shuva, but repentance, he achzoras ponim beponim, that is turning face to face. So when we say that we turn the face to face, meaning, that your inner desire, your want, should be in Hashem's Torah and His mitzvahs, with joy and gladness of heart from plentifulness. So that's what we want you to be to Hashem. So here we see by the person also, the tshuva means to turn to Hashem. And it works both ways. We're going to say now in the parentheses, when we turn to Hashem with our panimis, that's what we get the panimis from Hashem. If we turn to Hashem, then Hashem turns to us. If we want Hashem really with our insight, then Hashem also shows us upon Him. Listen, look what I wrote from this subject. Apostle Shuvah Yisrael, on the verse Shuvah Yisrael. Through the level of tshuva, which is turning the face to the face, as mentioned before, so from this also extends from above, the idea of yoshor, so here it says yoshor, those who are straight, I mean looking straight to Hashem, they turn their face to Hashem, they will see, his face, they will see Hashem's penimis. If you turn to Hashem, you'll see as explained elsewhere. In the end of the Maimur, with regards to the subject matter to do what's correct. So now we know that one has to turn his face to Hashem. Now the question becomes, how does one accomplish that? How do you keep your heart that your desire should be facing Hashem, that you should have you turning your face to Hashem. How do you achieve this to this be all the time? How would this level be set in the soul of man? So first we have to introduce the saying of our sages that say, So first of all, our sages tell us, a blessed memory tell us, that the study of Torah is great. What is the greatness of the study of Torah? That it brings a person to action. So it means if you study, then you can do. If you don't study, you don't know what to do. So it seems, what is the greatness of Torah that it brings you to action? So the main thing is the action. And the greatness of Torah is because Torah brings you to action. So, Miklal. So what do we see from this? That the main thing is the doing the action. The only greatness, it's not great. What is special about Talmud? Only that it brings to mice. Now we see another place, another sage saying of our sage, further our teachers of blessed memory say, if one studies not to do, he's just studying, but he doesn't do what he studies. So he says, It's better if his shilya, that's the sack in which he was born, was turned around him, meaning he was choked and he was never born in this world. Because that's how severe the, the sin is of not studying for the purpose of doing. If you just study, then you should better have died. You should not have been born. So over here we see what? 
Over here we see clearly that it's all about the action, right? So that, but that seems to go contradict what we learned in the Yerushalmi Talmud. Ubi Yerushalmi Amru. But in the Yerushalmi they said, Al Posik, there's a verse that says on the verse, it says, V'chol chafotzim lo yishvabah. It talks about Torah. It says all desires, all wants, cannot compare to Torah. Wants means, he says, all wants. What Hashem wants, what you want. It doesn't say what you want, your wants can't compare to Torah. It says all wants, meaning even the wants of Hashem. So the Yishami says, Even the wants of the heaven, even Hashem's wants cannot compare. Basically, it means to say that the mitzvahs cannot compare to, 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 to Torah. That all the mitzvahs are not worthy, even one word of divrei Torah. So that means that Torah is greater than all the mitzvahs. Before we were saying from the other sages' say statements, we said that the only reason why study is great because it brings to action. Here we're saying that all the mitzvahs don't compare to the level of Torah. You say that that the advantage of occupation in Torah is greater than the advantage of observing the mitzvahs. Now, don't think maybe this is a disagreement between the Babli and the Yerushalmi, because this is a quote from the Talmud Yerushalmi, from the Jerusalem Talmud, in which it states that the mitzvahs are greater, that the Torah is greater than the mitzvahs. The other quotes were from the Talmud Babli, which they Torah is that the uh, mitzvah is greater than Torah. He says, no, he'll show you in the Babli itself. Because the Babli itself, in the Babylonian Talmud itself, it says, in our Gemara, that's in the Talmud Babli, in the Tractate of Moit Cotton on page 9, side B. So over there, the Gemara has a contradiction from the Psukim. Because there's actually two Psukim. Before we quote in Yerushalmi one Psukim, it says, all wants don't compare to Torah. But over there it says, there's another passage that says, all your wants don't compare to Torah. So, the Gemara asks, the Kasha is a contradiction. Because in one verse it says, that only your wants don't compare to Torah. That would mean, imply, but what Hashem wants, the mitzvahs, do compare to Torah. From one passage. But in the other passage it says, all wants don't compare to Torah. That means even mitzvahs don't compare to Torah. Right? So that is a contradiction. So the Gemara says, Ramu They ask the contradiction from the verses one another. Because Ksiv in one passage it says, Your wants cannot compare to Torah. Which means that only your wants is not compared. Torah is greater than your wants. But that means only your wants. But the wants that Hashem wants, the mitzvahs do compare to Torah. So that means to say that they do compare to Torah. Yeah, they're waiting outside. That means that what that they want that afilu chavtsi shemayim. but then it says that means But the other pasuk says. Meaning that all wants cannot be compared, which means a filu That means even Torah is not compared to mitzvahs. No, mitzvahs no. Uh, that, that 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 all the mitzvahs is not compared uh, to Torah. So that means that Torah is greater. 
Then the mitzvah, so they ask the question, so what is it? So what is the answer? Umishani, the Gemara answers like this. That here we're talking about a mitzvah that you cannot do to, through others. If you cannot do the mitzvah through others, then take uh, mitzvahs take precedent. You have to do the mitzvah. If you're going to study Torah and you can't, nobody else is going to be able to do the mitzvah, you're the only one that can do the mitzvah, then you have to stop your study of Torah, and then the mitzvah is greater. Then you have to do the mitzvah. And that's why in that posik it says, in that case, uh, um, the, uh, what that case is, is, is only your needs don't compare to Torah, but the mitzvahs do compare to Torah because you're going to have to stop Torah and do the mitzvahs. But the Khan, when the Pasik says that even mitzvahs don't compare to Torah, and not to stop, he's talking about the mitzvah she'afshel l'kaimah de'achedim. He's talking about mitzvahs that he's able to do through others. So since others can do the mitzvahs, she'mitzvah she'afshel l'kaimah de'achedim yanichen of yasek b'torah. Then if you can, other people can do it, leave that mitzvah, let other people do that mitzvah. That's what the Gemara says. So at least, so the Gemara makes sort of a compromise. Sometimes if the mitzvah cannot be done, then you do the mitzvah. But if the mitzvah can be done through somebody else, you go and study Torah, let somebody else do the mitzvah. But that's also very difficult to understand, this Gemara. Okay, it's a compromise. So here we see in the Babylonian Talmud, depending whether it's greater or not, that in a way, the, the, it seems that the Gemara says that the mitzvahs are greater. Like it says in the Bible, that when you can't be done, then the mitzvahs take precedent. you got to do the mitzvahs then. But the question is, why? How come? If the whole purpose of learning Torah is to do mitzvahs, we're learning. The Torah is the explanation how to do the mitzvahs. So what does it mean that when the mitzvah comes to do it, let somebody else do it, we're not going to do it. And the movement. L'chayr is not understood. The entire Torah, it's only an interpretation and an explanation. We want to know how the mitzvah needs to be done. How can he be studying the meaning, the interpretation, and the explanation of the mitzvah? Mitzvah should be done through somebody else. You're studying how to do the mitzvah, and there's another person doing the mitzvah. So why are you studying that mitzvah if somebody else does the mitzvah? Look at that maimer. So also, and also, we need to love in maimer azal to understand the saying, saying, statement of our sages, anyone who studies the subject of oil is as if you brought the carbon oil. And if you study the subject matter in the Torah with regards to the carbon mincha, the meal offering is as if you brought the mincha itself. So how could it be that my study of Torah will be like bringing the carbon? Do you know that the carbon is the hinge on the base of Migdash? And the sacrifice that depends on the koyen. Specifically, you can't have a non-koyen bring it. So here we have an avoider which is very detailed. Needs a mizbeach, needs a beis needs a koyin. Now we're saying you're studying Torah, you're doing a mincha, you're doing a koyin. Ve'eich ma'ila, all of a kosov. How could the pasuk count it upon him? Kilu yikriv, as if you brought it as a sacrifice. V'hu yishzora shalim ibnei ha'kohanim. He's a stranger, he's not from the children of the kohanim. The one who's studying the thing is not a koyin. V'gamin kan lo'i beis ha'migdosh ha'mizbeach. And there is no beis ha'migdosh and there is no mizbeach. How could it be counted for you as uh, as a carbon? 
So in the parentheses, also look what is written elsewhere, in that mimer, at the time that the Yidin preceded Nasim for Nishma. So he says, we can understand those, by explaining generally what is the general advantage, greatness of Torah. So we say she mitzvah lekolachad veechad lilmet kol haalochas hatoyros. The mitzvah for each person is to learn all laws of the Torah, not only laws that are applicable to you, but one has to learn all laws of the Torah. Afil haalochas sheinu tzirichus lochalodom. Even laws that are not necessary for an ordinary for every person, you still have to study them. Keep going. Take for example, dinay hayros isur beheter. The laws about ruling with things that are prohibited. And things that are permissible. The one who rules it is a Rav. That has been given over to those who instruct teachings, those who are those who teach rabbis, who have smicha and teach they have the right to rule in those laws. But an ordinary person doesn't rule those laws. He has to go ask the Rav. So why should the ordinary person learn the laws of Yisrael Further, say for example, judgment. That's another category, another level in ruling. When a person becomes yodin yodin, becomes a dayin, who has the smicha to also judge judge in monetary, to adjudicate and to to, to deal with monetary cases. So which are between man and his friend, they are only given over. Who can deal with those cases? Only judges. and still he Every person is supposed to study Torah. I feel that laws, the laws of judgment. Even a person who has no intention of being a judge or being a, a rabbi in, in amongst Israel, still studying the Israel, the laws of the judges. So what's the idea of Torah? So we see there's another idea of Torah, not only because you're going to use it, but there's something about learning the Torah as we're going to explain further. So we're up to... on. Uh, Page Chavzayin, Kalam Aleph, base, right? No matter what you put He says, "Vahoyinyan who?" And the idea is, "Kihinei kisi." For behold, it is written, "Vahoyu hadvarim ha'elam." It says, "These words shall be." Now the pasuk goes on the verse. That said beforehand, it says, These words that I'm commanding you, right, they should be, it says, uh, Then it says, You shall speak in them while you sit at home, while you go in the street, etc. So what does it mean when it says these words, so these words? That means the words that we're just reading in the Shema. Right? Mm-hmm. And the Pasuk says that these words that we just read because it goes on this, it says, Ela, these, these words that I'm telling you now. But the truth is that these words that we say 
is the mitzvah's Krishma, the mitzvah of Kriyas Shema, of reading the Shema, he bishachris ba'arviz bilbad, is only in the morning and in the evening alone. You don't have to read Shema all day and all night. In the morning and at night, I bishach b'chov kumecha, right? In the morning and in the evening alone. But it's not all day. So So how is it said over here? You shall speak of them. When you go and sit at home, when you go in the street. That would be understood. From there we understand. All day and all night. Tomid. Lo yechsha, he should constantly never be seized, be quiet. Bein b'shivtcho b'veisecho, bein b'lechtcho b'aderech. When you go walk in the street, when you sit at home, when you walk in the street, chulu. So, if we're talking about dvarim ha'ela, we're talking about the midst of Shema, just these psukim, or these, these ideas, these concepts, those are said only twice every day. Those are not said all the time. So what does it mean then that you should talk? So what are we talking about when we say you should always be talking about not, or never stop talking about them? What are we talking about then? We must be talking about the Vritorik. What does the Vritorik speak in them? It's talking about the Vritorik. It's not really speaking only about the reading of the Shema, of these verses over here, but we're talking about generally the words of Torah. You should always study the Torah. So then the question is, in Kain Tzorach Lohovin, Ma'u Advarim Ha'ilah. So why is he saying, Ho'yu Advarim Ha'ilah, these words, Asher Neichem Tzavcha Yoyim. V'dibar Tabam follows, you should speak, it seems like it's these words, the Mashma, the Koyon Advarim Ha'amurim Lomailo. This Mashma, what it says before, Shema Yisroh Hashem Alekein Hashem Echod, V'avtun Hashem Alekecho, V'advarim Ha'ilah, these words. So the question is, what is the idea when we say when really when the Barta is really talking about something else? It's talking about Divri Torah, not specifically about Shema Yisrael and after. It's talking about Torah and Shadru. So it said, Prince, I'm Indian, Alavovcho. Look on the subject of Olavavcha, Berabis, Imedrish Rabbis, Birkoheles, Birposikola, and the Cholim Hilchma Layom, and the verse, All rivers go to the sea. Ubeposik, the Bartiani, Libi, I spoke my heart on that Posik, so look in the Imedrish Rabbis. Ah, however, he named Noida. It is known, Pirish Milas Echod. What is the meaning, the interpretation of the word Echod? Shahu Levadi Hu Bashamayim of Oretz, Bedalid Ruchasoilum. That he is alone, he alone is he in the heavens and the earth, Bedalid Ruchasoilum in the four corners of the world. Kimoi Shahoy Levadi Koidem Briasoilum. Just as he was alone only. Before the world was created, Hashem remained only after the world's creation. And like it's written, Ani Havaye Loishonisi. 
I Hashem have not changed. Meaning, everything stayed the same with regards to Hashem. Meshum, because the Kulei Kamei because all everything that was created before Hashem is considered like nothing like no so nothing really happened because what happened here is, is next to him is nothing there, they, they, there's no real things the world does not take up any space at all. In other words, relative to Hashem, this, this is no, there is no space taking up. So that's the end of Echad. He's the same. Rak. The only thing is, Baruch Shem Kivod Malchusin Leilavot. That the uh, comes down in the world is the level of Malchus Baruch blessed comes down the shame of Kivod Malchusin that comes down Leilavot Malchuscha. Malchus Kolelon. It's Hashem's Malchus, the level of Malchus, which is the kingdom of all the worlds, which gives highest to all the worlds. From the level of Hashem's kingdom, So from there, the world's creation from nothingness into existence came from Malchus. Also, like we say, like we say in the Brachas, in the Brachas Hashachar, before Baruch, we say, Kemaimer, the saying is, says, Yochid, and then it says, Chei Eilohailomim Melech. Only, but what gives life to the worlds is Melech, is Malchus. Malchus is the one that connects, that gives the energy, the vitality to the world. For this that we say that everything before him is considered like nothing, that is specifically relative to the level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to like to him. As opposed to the level of Hashem's kingdom, that is the Shechina of his strength. The Shechina of Uzay. Hashechen is betachtoinim that rests in the low. So over there, it does take a place. So relative to Shechina Uzay, the Kameino, but Shechina Uzay, yeah, And this takes place not. Directly, but it take, goes through a whole lot of tzimtzumim. Al de ribui, revav is ten thousand times ten thousand tzimtzumim of contractions. Uh, so that Hashem's glorious kingdom should be revealed, uh, goes through all this transformation, all these tzimtzumim, so it comes out. So that's machus yisbarich. So really, so what it means like this. Which means nothing has any value next to Hashem, next level of Echot. However, Baruch Shem Kveid Malchusay, the level of Malchus is like Lovoy, that comes down to the level of Malchus. Following that, the Lezois, and because of this, we are after Hashem and Lekech Mamish. 
So therefore, it brings the person to love mamish Hashem alekechot. That he wants to expire, he wants to love the higher level, the Hashem God your God, the Hainu that is, so that his love, what should be desire of his heart, to subjugate, to become nullified to Hashem, to Hashem Mamish, to Hashem, so that his soul will be included and will be subjugated of its existence, nullified from its existence in the blessed light of the Ein Soif. Actually, this is a to be under the light which everything next to him is considered like nothing. So that means that because there is the higher level, and then there is the level of Malchus, so the person's connection to the Ein Sof is only to the level of Malchus, comes out through Malchus, through the Zimtzum. But he has Vahafta, he wants to love the higher level, he wants to go up to the level of the Ein Sof, in which everything is considered like nothing, to be expired, to not to be in existence, not to be a Metzius, to be totally bothered. So, this is the meaning of Echod Vahafta. Because you know, the Pasuk, that was stuck in there. The Pasuk reads, Shema Yisra Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echod Vahafta. Echod brings Vahafta. So Echod Vahafta. Shem Ebechinas Echod, that from the level of Echod, Nim Shachliyeis, there from there it extends to be, the love and the desire of the heart in the soul of man. That you want Hashem the should be That should be your How does the person do this? that is through the occupation of Torah, you bring down the level of the insoif to be able to kasama. That means Hashem wraps himself up with light as a garment. Just like a salma, a salma like a, a garment, Hashem wraps himself with light. So what it means here, what is this light that Hashem wraps himself with, so to speak? For the light of Torah wraps Hashem like a garment. What it means it wraps Hashem, which means that Hashem actually dresses up for the, the blessed light of the Ein Sof actually dress up in the Torah. It says in the parentheses, look, what I wrote me there from this subject with Dibra Maschil, Vasulam Tzitzis, Vayinet me there with Parshas Toldos Kufman Base Base, and Truma Kuf Samachdalit with Parshas Pinchas Reimim Hey Base. The Alzenemar, and on this it's written at this level of Oyer of Torah that wraps Hashem like a garment. 
we say levushe kitlag chiver that his garment, Hashem's garment, is like white snow. That's a reference to this garment. We say his garment is kitlag chiver like white snow. Why? Kitchilas havias hashelig for the beginning of the making of how does snow become snow? Huminamayim shenikrushu v'nasheshelig. That is water that has congealed and they became snow. And then later on, when it melts and it uh, when it warms up and it melts, then it's chayzel It goes back to water. So likewise, the way the garment of the Torah comes into being, that comes from the level of ma'im. With level of shubchinas chokma ilah which is the Chochmah of above, which is Chakim Veloi Bechokhmah Yidiyah. He is wise, but not with a known Chochmah. That's the level of Chochmah above. And that Mayim, that level of Chochmah, becomes like the Shelek when it free, becomes like the Torah. Oh, yeah, and from this, Nimsha Gamkein Betoyra Gashmius Shalifanenu. From this, it extends also in the physical Torah that is before us. Liyos Gilui Bechinas Chachmosu Ritzonis Baruch. So that there shall be the revelation of Hashem's wisdom and Hashem's will. Vizelu, and this is the meaning of Chachma Beroish VeChachma Besoif. Uh, that Chokhmah, the beginning, and Chokhmah, the end, it means it comes from the level of Chokhmah El Yoyna, right? Then it sort of freezes, becomes like a garment, and then it melts, I guess, it comes down below. I think that's what the idea. Chokhmah Beroish and Chokhmah Besoit. Behinei, it's written, also, the Posse states, Sa'ar Reishei Kamar that the hair on his head is like clean wool. Elohein ham shochis koprota loches shebatoidum. That is a reference uh, to all the specific uh, extensions that are extended, that are drawn down from the specific halachas of the Torah. Like we find the reference to here and the connections with Torah, it says that his uh, here they were like uh, braids of uh, mountains of of here, like taltalim. Tile uh, and that's that's Chazal explained that it means tile tilim shel haloches. That's a lot and the piles and piles of haloches. Sheheim hamshoches mibchinas sides bilvad, and the reason why it's equated to hair because it's an extension that is only in the level of a hair. When we use the level of a hair, meaning that it's a very limited because the hair has a very limited level of vitality from the body because we can cut it off and see it's very little. Sheheim mibchinas harem tzemes. Um'etis, it's a very contracted and a very small mo'etis. Ma'at mizair, 
a very little adetim tzumim rabim b'shenim through various, many and various different kinds of tzumim. K'mayshu kosuv, as the pasuk says, niflo isecha u'machshivay secha eleinu. Your wonders, your thoughts to us, ein aroichay lecha. There is no comparison to you. Agido v'adabra. I will speak and I will say, it's uh, more than we can relate. So this is the Pasik. So what he says with me, that in order for it to be, that Hashem's wonders and Hashem's thoughts should come down in the occupation of Torah, in our Torah, we should be able to get Hashem's Niflois Hashem Achshavus, and by us Hamulubeshes begadshmis. It's dressed up in gadshmis. Atzumu misaper is too many even from relating hatzimtumim. How many contractions it goes through? Simtumim rabim the many contractions. Ribi revovis madregis ten thousand, ten thousand times ten thousand levels. Are they misbar to know to know to know number? There's no saying how many contractions it has to go through. Two, we get it into our Torah. Look what it's written in this with regards to the Pasuk in the in Vahimikates. For there is really no comparison and there's no uh, way to measure up next to Hashem. Uh, that's why we can't even count it. Like it's known. When we say that there is a comparison, there is a uh, a relationship in number, we say even if you take one and you measure it next to ten thousand times thousand two uh, ten thousand times seven ten it's still called with the name we call it, there is still a relationship. There is an erech. There is a comparison over there between one and any limitless number. There's no comparison. Why? Because they're still from the same type. They're still they're still all numbers. They're made up from the same thing. Yeah? Because all of them, they're all under the category, they're all numbers. But this is numbers which are the same category, so there is a relationship at the end of the day. But but when you measure it relative to the blessed light of the of the infinite, just like we call him, we call him what Ainsoif. It is so, he is Ainsoif, he is limitless. So then there's no no comparison, there's no relationship at all between the uh, person, the Torah, the Gashmis, and the Ebishter. So, and behold, it's written, Salsala means so much, you will comb it out, and then it will raise you. It's referring to the Torah. Pirush Salsala, when a person is misalsal beside it says like a Yosef, he was uh, playing, he was combing his hair. So the salsal 
that is to come out and to separate the here, so they shouldn't be mixed and all tangled up together just to separate it. Kamayim Razal, as our sages tell us, the Rabbonon didn't know what is the meaning of the word of Salsalo, until he heard the Chulu, that he was turning his ear. That is the idea of Salsalo. Who beside us, when you uh, are misalsal in the hair, you're combing the hair basically, freedom to separate them. So that one strand should not mix in with the other ones, should be all separate. And likewise, we need to separate. We need to separate all the laws of the Gemara. Shouldn't be no mixture and no confusion. Between one Allah and the other Allah. Like we find in many areas in the Talmud. The Kaamri, the Gemara says, I will ask you a question. So we're trying to challenge. Well, there's a mix up over here. Umishani Lekashi. It says it's not a question. Because why? This goes like a mayor and this goes like the other opinion. That you separate, you pick out. And you whiten. Each halacha by itself. So another halacha should not be contradicting it and confusing it. So you have to take each one separately. So it says, If you separate it, that will raise you. In this level of silsul, it will raise you. The soul of the man raises through this to the level of the hair of his head, like clean wool, we said before. That is the level of Torah, the way it's above, like we said, the level of sight is above. That is the source of Torah. The Torah is merely a Garment that is an oita oirka salmo that he wraps himself with light like a garment. So it's a garment. So that is that is the level of Torah Levush. But this elevation that one comes through learning the Torah and this elevation, that goes higher than the garment. He reaches in Shehi. This touches the actual blessed of light of the Ein Sof, so it reaches even higher. So even higher than the Mokarator, higher than the Shemesh. So this is what he was saying. Then, but we know that we have Echot, and the only world what lives is, is Baruch Hashem Kweim And then, how do we connect to that, that's true because the words of the Torah, as he explained, those are the words of the Torah that eventually through the study of Torah the Gashmi Torah, it has descended tremendously, but when you separate learn the Torah, then you reach higher, and you go even in a higher level than the level of Torah, so this is starting to begin to teach you what the level of Torah is, and he's going to explain now how when a person realizes that 
he's gone his occupation, level of Torah, and continue to explain the passage further on. Okay. When a person will understand, and he will meditate by himself, by the silsul, by the silsul coming out, so to speak. His soul will be elevated to go up to the blessed light of the Insov Mamish Memel automatically be rejoicing and happy in the joy of Hashem who that is the blessed light of the Ainsov. Which is the source of all life, the source of all the lights. More than anything else. He has a delight of being able to connect with the Abishter, which is the Ein Sof, which is more than any other pleasure. It's even more than the life of the world to come. The upper level Ganeden and the lower and upper level Ganeden. They are only a ray. And when he's learning Torah, he's misalsal b'Torah, he's combing the Torah, he's reaching utrei memeka, salsal utrei memeka, he's reaching that level. So even for that level of ziv, which is only a ray from the insof, Amrut HaSager says, Al-Akhar, with regards to Akhar, Mutav de Ledayne Chulu, it was a question what to do with him. And he couldn't go into Gan Eden, he couldn't go to Ganem, and he says that a mayor student said that let him be judged, and then he'll go into Gan Eden because it's worth it. So even to go for this Ziv, it's better to go through all the pains of Gehenim in order to marry the level of Gan Eden. So how much more so the person will come to the conclusion he should put his soul in his hands, meaning Take control of his, and he say, Leah to be called Yishai, we call his whole yearning and his whole desire, basic in occupation of Torah. Then he will delight Mamish and Hashem, because this is not, uh, this is Ein Sof, this is Hashem Mamish. Which is the source of all life and the source of all the lights. Okay, you're telling him to delight. No, but when you eat a cookie, it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Right? But when you learn the Torah, the delight, not always do you uh, sense, you feel the enjoyment. It's the source of all the lights and everything else. You connect the Gazus. Even though that this delight is not visible and not revealed openly, we don't openly see this. The reason is, it's not because uh, there isn't time there, it's just because it's so enormous that you can't really, can't take hold of it. That power of that delight is so great. The world cannot tolerate it. And that's why it doesn't come in a revealed way. In the comprehension, in the a perception of the people, people can't perceive it. On the contrary, 
how much more so, a foratory, how much more so will it be, Hasimcha Gedoyla, the great joy, Yoyser more, Lelikim to Hashem, Bizboinus Nafshoi, when his soul he'll meditate, Shabavadai, Shoyda Olav Giloi, Negal Yim Baruchu. Definitely upon him rests the revelation of, he knows that, that it rests upon him the delight of the blessed Hashem of above. That which cannot be uh, captured, it cannot be absorbed in any understanding. And you cannot capture. He knows that he is. He has that delight. He can't reel it, but he knows that that he has that. And likewise, when he occupies the Torah, he begins so the Eisek as we said before, its garment is like a white snow. For it's known that this thought and this speech of the person those are all garments. They're garments, expressions that the soul dresses up. It uses machshav, it uses dibur. Machshav levush the thought is an inner garment, and the speech is a middle one, because Maise is the outer garment, the action, and this is the middle one, and therefore, and if so, when a person so mislabeshes, dresses up in the thought, in the speech of Torah, at that point you're dressing up in God's garments, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's garments, the garments are like white snow, actually, you're dressing those garments. And there cannot be a closeness of Hashem, actually a closeness of Hashem, more than this. Than putting on Hashem's garments, Hashem's levushi kitlak chiver. Take, for example, two people that dress up in one garment. You're getting close, you're both wearing the same garment. The Yid dresses the same garment as the Kaddish Baruch Hashem's garment is the Torah, and you are also putting that garment on yourself. So you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu are basically dressed up in one garment. What could there be a greater closeness than wearing the same garment together? Look at the end of the Now we understand why in the second portion of the Shema, the reading of the Shema, we say, V'nosati metar artzichem, and I will give the rain of your land, Chulu, V'nosati eisah besotcha, and I will give the grass in your field. So Moshe Rabbeinu is saying this, right? I will give. Moshe Rabbeinu isn't giving anything. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, he said, V'nosati, I will give you. But he's referring to Hashem. But ki'ilu medaber ba'adoi, as if he's speaking about himself. Moshe is saying, I will give you. The only the truth is that Kodesh Baruch is the one that gives. Why did he say I will give? Because he is saying what the Because it was the divine speaking from Moshe Rabbeinu's throat. So Venosati, Hashem is saying Venosati. Moshe is saying Venosati, but this is Hashem saying through Moshe Rabbeinu. This is the saying of the divine which is in the throat. Shoimer, Shoimer is saying Venasati. 
But what do when we say Venosati, I will give? Why are we saying Venosati? It's not understood. Why are we saying? Commissioner said, but we're saying Venosati, Venosati, Metarazakan. Why are we saying Venosati? What it means with this is through that we say first to serve Hashem your God to love God and to serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul this is total Mesiris Nefesh I mean even though there's no but it's still this is the level of Mesiris Nefesh with regards to this idea we're giving over the soul over here. We're not talking about you're, you're agreeing to Hashem that you're not denying the existence of Hashem. That's not what we're talking about, giving yourself over to Hashem. Giving yourself over to Hashem doesn't mean, oh, I agree, there is a God, He's in charge, and He's the boss, and I'm just a nobody. That, that's, you know, that I just have to listen to Him. That's, that's not what it is. It doesn't mean, Shloi Kefir Hashem Mamish. This is what it talks about is the nullification, the subjugation, the humility of the person's existing from his being, from his ego, and his arrogance of his spirit. Anyone who has arrogance of spirit, he's fit to cut him down, like a, a shade, a shade is a tree, a tree that they worship a desire for that. In the Gemara, it says, the Gemara brings down a Pasuk over there, that Now, wait a minute. He's not denying Hashem's existence. Or what is his arrogance? But you're saying, no, you have to cut him down like an Asheda, because he is considered like a He's considered like He makes himself into a being. Something separate from Hashem's unity. But we do it to everybody. Especially in our times. Yeah. Some of those. He said we have a lot of Avedazoras. Behaving like a real Avedazoras. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I, d- I didn't mean to say any, any lotion on a joke. Because it's something that's well known. We're so lost. Uh, uh, so what it has to be, what does it mean over here, Bishma Yisro? At least we know what we need to be. Well, literally or not. We have to be subjugated and totally humility and, 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 and in front of Hashem, Hashem's presence, not to be an arrogant. Maimon has known from the saying, We are admitting Loch to you, which means the admission over here, where Bittl is the Kule Kamei, Kiloi Choshi, that everything before him is like nothing. Whatever is low is more like nothing. Not as it seems in our values. Shabriya, we look at the Briya's creation. Yesh me'ayin, that is something from nothing. Venira le'ineinu, we see for our eyes. Gashmi so'ilam, the physicality of the world. Yesh v'dover nifra, this something. It's something independent of Hashem. It's separate from Hashem. Kumashikos v'mokamacha. 
Since we have this introduction of Laavas Hashem Lekechem to this bittel, to this bittel, Nimshechum is then you extend and it's revealed. The unity of the blessed light of the Insof actually comes down in your soul. Then you can say, Vinosati. So he's also saying, Then you have the infinite. Level of the Ein Sof, which is revealed in him, who am a daber boy? That is speaking. Meshkosim mokamachar beparshus vaschanon gabe kriyas shema. Vuhuki inyan. Then this is the same as this matter. It says vedvorai asher samti b'ficha. My words that I place in your mouth, which means shedvar havayim mamish. That it's actually Hashem's words who b'fiv in his mouth. Similar to this concept you find in the saying of our sages of blessed memory, these and these are the words of Elikim Chaim. We're saying what the Tana says is the words of the living God. What Bishamai said and Bishil said, the Chain Divra Baya Verova. And the same thing Abaya Verova said, it's not actually their words. That's Hashem's words that is in their mouth. They're saying what Hashem's words. Like the Magid, the one who was teaching to the Beis Yosef. So the Magid says to the Beis Yosef, He said, I, the Mishnah, speaking in your mouth. Which means that that is the Mishnah is speaking, not your speaking. This is the Torah. Torah is the level of the revelation of the Hashem speaking through the person. They, mitzvahs is the observance of the mitzvah of the king. Okay. Easy to say for them. So he says, From the level of Malchus is the vitality of all the world, the mocking of his man, those who are limited in time and in place. In place and in time, Malchus Chol Malchus Kol Elomim. The level of Malchus is the Malchus of all world. Umem Shaltcha Hashem's government's kingdom is beholder there in all generations. So, what does it mean when we say both things? We say Kol Elomim is what Bechinas Mokim. That means all place, meaning everywhere in the world. And then beholder Vodei Bechinas Man. That's in all generations, meaning all time. Where does it have gvul, place and time? Only applies only Hashem's kingdom. Melech, Molech, Vimlech. He is king, he was king, will be king. But in the blessed Ainsof himself. Over there he doesn't apply time and place at all. In the level of Ein Sof, Kumeshir Kosuv, Besev Shabbat Mechelik Beis Perikzayin. So Hine Eisek Atoyra Nikra B'Tzalmenu. The occupation of Torah is called in our image, the image of above. Shulim Chinas Lamaylem Azman. Torah is in our image, meaning just like the above image is no time. So when you do Torah, is B'Tzalmenu in our image means also no time. So that's considered lemaylam in Azman. Torah is higher than time. Mashenkin amitzvus, when opposed to mitzvus sheim bechinas malchus, mitzvus lo malchus nikra kidmusenu, like not an image in our form and our shape, which is v'shayik b'hem losh Azman. Over there it applies the time. Lochein, therefore, so when you do about mitzvus, he's going to explain why we can learn Torah and be mekayim to korbanos, but the mitzvus have to be specific. 
Kiyuma mitzvah is totally bizman. Observance of the mitzvah you have to do in the right time. The korbonis tluim bizman beis And also the korbonis are to be done in the beis hamikdash. That's mitzvah, bizman. Mashenki as opposed to the occupation of Torah, and a Tolu Bebeis isn't dependent on the Mesa Migdash, that's place, the Koyen and Koyen, who make the Kron and the Garmin, the Kron and the Even though the Torah is the explanation of the Mitzvahs, so Torah is four Mitzvahs, the Kono Koyen, the Machshon Bebedibur, Adayin Hu Bebechinas Rukhmis, when we are still doing the machshav and dibur, the mitzvahs of the, the mitzvahs, the way they are in the thought, and they, they are in speech, that's before we come out in ma'isa, there is still ruchnis. So they can be l'mayim and azman. Mitzvahs are in actuality in the guf and poyomamash. You need the body, you need to actually do them. And that's why the mitzvahs have the limitations. But even though the Torah is the interpretation of the mitzvahs, but it's the interpretation of the mitzvahs the way it's in the machshove and the dibur. And over there it doesn't have the limitation of zman, and it doesn't have the limitation of mokim. And that's why you can be kind of mitzvahs even when you don't meet all the qualifications, all the circumstances that are necessary for the performance of the mitzvahs. Vihine. Zeh eliki. Hashem made one opposite the other. Meaning that everything we have in the side of Kedusha and the side of holiness, we also have in the opposite side. We have also in the side of, of Klippa. And therefore, Shekemoi Shenefesh Halikis Mitzchalekes Le'eser Koychus just as, this is also the way the same Lashon, the Tanya begins talking about the subject, uh, just like the godly soul splits into ten koiches, which means, how the ten koiches, you have three levels of seichel, three intellects and several measures of kedusha. So likewise, the similar thing is also by Klippa. So that means, Opposite the holy level of Chochmah, there is a Klippa level of Chochmah, which is Chartum Mitzrayim. It says the Chachomeho, the, the, the Chachomim of the party called the Chartum Mitzrayim, called Chachomeho, he calls them Chochmah, Chachomim. Because they had the Chochmah, but that's the Chochmah Klippa. V'chein, Chachomim heimu lahora. There's a Pesach in Yirmiya, Perik Dalet, where the Pesach uses lotion. They are Chachomim to do bad. So that's a Chochmah, which is on the eel, the other side. Ukayot says, similar to this, is Bishar Kachas and Nefesh is on the other powers of the soul. V'zehu klav. And the, this, the following, this is a rule. Shabisitra dikidusha hakol bechina bechinas bitle love yisbarach. Everything is on a level of subjugation, of nullification before Hashem. That's kidusha. Chokma is koyachma. Chokma is what 
A power of what? Meaning a level of bittel. As opposed to the level of Chacham, which is in Klippa, that's in a level of a yesh, of a being, of an existence. It's an ego. al posik, and as it's written, I've written on the posik, Balebomis means the people who are on a bomo, on an elevated area. Bomo is an elevated area, it means the people that are hori. Yesh, writes over there on the posik. Uh, <coughs> and this is the saying of our sages, Yisrael Shabbat Chulu, he doesn't want to say the end over there. It says there, I think this is the Chazal, the Tara. He doesn't want to mention it over here. It's a very severe language. It says that the Jewish people who live outside of Eretz Yisrael are like they're worshipping Avedazara, the Tara. Why the Yidin in, in, in Chutzlar is considered like the worship of Zorah? Because Chutzlar lacks Bittl. And when you lack Bittl, that's considered a Yesh, that's Avedazorah. Because it says, Ki Eretz Yisrael, because Eretz Yisrael, Nikra Eretz Kenan. That is called the land of Canaan. What is the Lashon of Canaan? Canaan means to subdue Lashon Kenia, Achno, Bittl. It's a language of subjugation and nullification. I am Ashikosu, said you, Ramaschov, Look what I write in the end of that mind. Mash'ein Kain, Kshahu. Now he says over here, as opposed to when he is in a level of which means of holiness, and he's an existence by himself. So he's like worshipping he's like doing Why? What is it? Why is this come? Why is it working? Working the star? Because what does it mean? This type of avidazora. This doesn't mean that they deny the Abishter. They say there's no existence of the Abishter. They just say that there is also alternative powers. There's also additional powers. They also have uh, ways of, of of doing, of giving, instead of. Realizing that everything is kigaris and biyada chaytzim, they're just like a piece of metal. And the one who carves with them, so Hashem uses them. They give them independent credence. They think that they are something in themselves. They have some independent power. Hashem has given them, even the degree Hashem has given them. But it says Hashem has given them some powers. Now the powers is theirs. So they have independent power of Hashem. Sheinian. What is the idea of worshipping the stars and the constellation? As the verse says, You will see the sun, you'll see the moon, you'll bow down to them. What does it mean? I mean, today everybody is to the gold, to the silver, to the money, to the. So, but what is this specifically 
Why is he bowing? Why is he seeing the sun and why is he seeing the moon? Why is he bowing down to them? Because he sees that how do things grow? There's other possibilities. Because the Pasuk says, Mimeged Tvuiz Shomesh. Mimeged means of the sweetness. Like Megodi. Mimeged Tvuiz Shomesh. That like the sweetness of the grain that comes from the sun. So who who makes the grain sweet? Who makes it good? The sun. The sun shines, grows, it makes it beautiful. Shashemesh Mashpil. Tvuiz Shomesh. The sun gives the flow to the grain of the land. And likewise, it's all the armies of above. What do you mean all the armies? All the different uh, stars and the different uh, the atmosphere, they have different functions. But in this, those are the constellations. What are the constellations? The constellations, they are one spiritual level, one higher level above what the ground, which means... That In this case, the mazel, as the chasal say, that if there's a grass here, it has a mazel above it, which tells them to grow, which means that there is a specific connection to the mazolus. The mazolus are the parts. Now, he connects that mazel to the mazol, to the constellation, to the formation of the different, in the spheres, but... So what is the point of here? So there is a sweetness that comes from when? From the sun. It comes from the thing. But the problem is he bows to them. That's not allowed. But to bow down to them is prohibited. Why? Because then you give them credence, you make them important, that they're like a somebody. You're, you're bowing to them. They are the ones that are giving you the flow. The sun is giving the flow. They don't give an independent, they don't have a flow that they give independently. They're rather, they are vehicles of flow. In them, through them, the flow goes through. So that's the idea with the stars and, and with the different ways, the different things that they help in the growth, but they are only like a vehicle for Hashem to, to, to give through them. They don't have any independence. And when a person makes them important, he says that they are somebody. And this is the, really the idea of all of They make themselves for an entity, for a thing, for a being and a dover. They call them the God of Gods. It's not like they deny, they don't say there's no God. They're a God too. They can give, they can do good things also. They have uh, powers also. Okay, there's a higher power than them. But they don't agree that they are nothing really, that they're subjugated, they don't have any independence, that everything they have is from Hashem. That is by the side of Klippa. But on the other hand, Kedusha, Mashenki, Sitra, Kedusha. As opposed to the Sitra, Kedusha, so over there, he begins bittel she'ainoit Over there, it's a level of nullification that there is nobody besides Hashem. So, what happens? So a person who behaves and thinks that he's a Valgaiva, he thinks he's a Valgaiva, he thinks that he is something, 
he's haughty and he's arrogant and he thinks that he's a big shot. So what is he? He's like worshiping David Zorah. Because just like David Zorah thinks that it's, that's David Zorah is a being by itself, he's making David Zorah. One who goes, follows, is drawn after the arrogance of his spirit. To consider himself for a being, for something. He's a somebody. Or in Russian they say, a Yatsi Bedam. Yeah? You don't know what a Yatsi Bedam? I don't know there's an expression. No, no, a Yatsi Bedam, it's just, just the meaningless expression. Uh, not meaningless, there are some meaning, but I don't think... Uh, what does a Yatsi Bedam mean? I don't give it to you. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I thought there's a... There's a the, he says like he's a hat maker, like somebody, he's a, he's a macher, he's a big shot. All right, whatever. Ah, uh, no, okay. I used the wrong, I used the wrong expression. No, 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 that uh, expression could, could be used as uh, somebody think that he is big one. Yeah, he's a big one. Yeah, he used to use this expression, yeah, I can't say Yatsi Bedam. Yeah, okay. 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 So that's like worshipping Avedizorah. In a pure way. In other words, he's not going and falling on his knees physically on the floor in front of a getchke. <laughs> so it's betare. It's not, uh, he's not uh, sort of uh, doing it in an open way, saying that he's sort of hugging the, 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 the getchke, kissing it, but it's still why the zora. The hainu. So he gives you a marshal. achar big de kovid. One who is drawn after honorable clothing dresses up nicely. He wants to brag in front of Shiv, look how beautiful I am. He's dressing up nicely. He says, The true, that is not good. Because the true covet, ki covet, who inherits covet? Those are chachamim really have covet, not the one who just dresses up, tries to brag what is clothing. But the chachamim uh, get inherits covet. And see, and it says, "Well, see, so big the kodesh, you shall make holy garment laarin ochicha lechavet ulsiforis." Then you make holy garments to your brother Aaron for honor and for. Praise for beauty, for honor for beauty. That's when it comes from the level of chokhmah, like Aaron Akoyed. So when you have the kvet chachom, you have the kvet that extends to the level of chokhmah koyachmah. Who bimchinas bittel? That's the level of bittel. The Rebbe doesn't say it over here in the Maimir, but Rashi says interesting in the so Rashi explains in the in the Chumash. He says. When he said that it teaches us that Aaron didn't do them, it says Kashutziv Hashem at the end of the parish of 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 Achrei by the Avoid of Yom Kippur, that he did them because, like Hashem forced him to do so, he didn't do it to brag about it or to do the Avoid because you know like uh, like like with haughtiness, but Fakir. He did it only kashetziva. The pasuk lamedalid in the end, the pasuk lamedalid perik yudzayin, it says ulahagit shvachish al arin. It tells us the praise of arin. Shaloi hoyu leishem ligdulase. He didn't dress them for his honor. 
Elokim Kaim Zeris HaMelech only is doing Hashem's decree. Okay, so we'll go by there. So he says, Masha'enkein. So the Bittl is, if it comes from the level of Chochmah, from the level of Bittl, then the Kovit uh, is a Bittl like a Kovit. Masha'enkein, Shar Kovit, Shaloylam Hazeh, as opposed to all the other honor of this world, Shu Yesh, which is a Yesh, Humisitra the Clipper, that comes from the side of Clipper. And with this we can understand what our sages of blessed memory said. It says in the Pirkei Ovis, this is the nature, this is the path of Torah. Pas Bamelach, you eat bread with salt, meaning plain, no lift on, no delicacy, just bread and water, but they can continue saying there. Uh, then you have uh, water, measured water, and then it says, If you do so, How lucky are you in this world? So, it says, It's not understood. What kind of a worldly item is this? What are you saying? How lucky you are in this world? Melev, you tell me, if I'm not going to get all the delicacies, I'm not going to get all the good stuff, I'm going to have a lot of Ganeidin, I'm going to have a lot of spiritual level, I'm gonna, it's going to be good for me, healthy for me in a, on another level. Okay, I understand that. But how could you say it's good for me in this world when it's not good for me? It seems like I'm just having bread and salt. I'm only having a limited amount of water. How does this, why does the Mishnah say, it's not understood. But the idea is, that when the person places to his heart to be subdued, to be nullified towards Hashem, so with that level, it rests upon him the delight of above, Kinnis Khalil. Through his humbleness, he gets to have the oinig of love to rest of him, as mentioned before. There cannot be any greater world, this world, than that, having the delight of Hashem on top of you. Not all the bread, not all, not all the good stuff that people think that, you know, that they're going to uh, enjoy themselves. You know, we have people, whole industries, billions of dollars trying to figure out what are we going to do now, how are we going to enjoy ourselves, or what's the vacation, we're going to climb to the sky, or we're going to go down to the bottom of the sea, and the edges of the world, and trying to find the greatest tainuk is when the person realizes that this we say, one hour is beautiful, this world. But when he is drawn after the delights of this world, then he brings down on himself the side of Klippa. He dresses himself up with disgusting garments. 
and when he puts to his heart that he's actually surrounded by clippers. He's full of He's not going to have any delight, no pleasure, being surrounded full of the clippers. But on the other hand, when he eats just bread with salt, his heart will be happy, rejoicing. Why? Because he's not dressed up, he doesn't have a dress. the clipper. From the side of Klip So that is the way why the person should delight in the Torah and mitzvahs and not in the going, standing up to the light. However, one who is blemished and he has transgressed, he has gone over the way. The Darkashal Torah, the way of Torah is Pazmela, but he didn't follow the Darkashal Torah. He went. He went over the road and he brought down to his heart. He, his heart was drawn after the yesh and after the gasus. So, what is the advice that can be advised? Is to yell out to Hashem in his difficulties, in his hardship. As the pasuk says, the heart cries out. That his heart inside him should be yelling out. From the inside of the man. Deep from his heart. How could he not put in front of his eyes the blessed light of the Ein which surrounds all the world. In front of the Ein Sof is Darkness is like light, and the physical and spiritual equal. So all this gashmis is, this is next to the light of the insult. He'll be filled with shame and embarrassment. Like the Pesach says, We're asking Hashem, we shall never ever be embarrassed. Talk about embarrassed. What kind of embarrassment? Talk about embarrassed about ourselves. About the shtusim, the shtuyot, that the foolishness that we're involved with. So we shouldn't be embarrassed, so we shouldn't follow them, so we're not going to be embarrassed. Or commercial, like for example, a person who's going naked, he doesn't know that he's naked. You know, the king without clothes. You know, he's going around, but he's going around naked. And then there were people that saw him. People saw him first when he was naked. So, and then he sees that those people see him again. His Malibush will be filled with shame. Likewise, and even more than this. We should be embarrassed for the blessed light of the Ein Sof, which surrounds the world. Which says the heavens the world that feels so the Eishter sees you, the Eishter sees you how you're naked. Look what I wrote about this in the Maimer Menerizov. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu when he says that Harein Nos Kvedecho, Eishter says you can't see my face because a person. Adam cannot see me 
and stay alive. So from the word v'choy, you can't stay and stay alive, meaning you can't remain v'chayov e'noyroyev. During the lifetime, while you're alive, you can't see. A person can't, it doesn't say k'loyrani a person cannot see. You could see the Ebrister. You can't see the Ebrister and chay, which means v'chayov e'noyroyev. That to stay when you're alive, you can't see him. But at the time of his death, so that means, that means, means uh, for the time of your death, meaning your time of your embarrassment, in order for him to be filled with shame and embarrassment. When he sees Hashem standing over him, and Hashem sees what he's doing, through this, he will true return with a wholesome tshuva before Hashem. I will seek your face, meaning he has that any Yeah. Show me your turn in the glory. But here he says, it's He seeks the Pnimis of Hashem. He searches the inner of Hashem. He actually wants a revelation of the blessed Esau itself, not the lower levels. As we said before, that is to turn face to face. You're seeking Hashem's face. Kinis Khalil. And just like we say, the, the, the verse states, like the face you show the water, that's the way you get back. So when you seek Hashem's face, you also get back Hashem's face. He said in the parentheses earlier also, I will sprinkle upon you purifying water. Which is Yud Gimel Mili Chilin Dirachame. Rachame, those are the 13 attributes of mercy. Yud Gimel Mili Sarachame, or Mechilin Dirachame. Shein Bechinas Pnimius, they are the level of inner. Zehu Moker Atoira, Vein Moker Atoira, and they are the source of the Toira. Yud Gimel Sarachame. Velochem, Memalekola, Pukomim, Shepokam, the Toira. And that's why they will fill all the blemishes that he had in the Toira in the lower level because you bring in the oil from a higher level. As the verse states, not the verse, this is in the Zohar, we say it. It says, You are the one that fills all the names. Do you the host of all them? Meaning, all the holes, the gaps that we have made, we bring down from high to fill up the holes, to cover the holes. And you are the one, the host of all. And that will bring about, as the Pasuk says, that you will be purified. It's through the person turning to Hashem. For this level of turning our face to the face of Hashem, were instituted the entire ten days of repentance. Kineged Eser Koiches Hanefesh. They correspond to the ten powers of the soul. That in every day, one power is engraved 
I said Nachach, I mean Nistakin. He's fixed. Every day is fixed. Nistakin Koyachachon. One power. Shabiyayim Rishen Nistakin Bechinas HaChokhmah. The first day, the level of Chokhmah is fixed. Which means, what does it mean fixed? The Hainu Mashihilbish Nafshi Bechokhmah the Klippas. The Klippah. This, that he dressed up his soul in the wisdom of Klippah. Shubichinas Yesh. Which level of Yesh? Similar to what the verse says, I've seen a man who holds himself wise in his own eyes. He's a chacham. Level of chacham of klipa. Tikva liksil mimenu yavai. So hope for a fool will come from him. The person who thinks he's a chacham only a fool would think that there will be hope from this from this guy a chacham who holds himself a chacham in his own eyes. So, no, so Yavoy. So from this, the pasuk ends with the word menu. So once a person realizes, instead of that he went after the foolishness, so then to chachma Yavoy lebchinas bittel koyichma. Welcome to level koyichma. So that's the first day, and so on every day. Until the tenth day, which is Yom Kippur, then it was fixed the level of his arrogance of his raising. And that's why we have Yom Kippur, then we have the Tara, and then Hashem brings down the Tara from above. But Dvar Hanal, and for this matter, Nikra Aliyah Malchus, is why it's called Malchus Elevation. This is the verse that it says, okay. in the level of Bittl. And therefore, and Yom Kippur, it's Osur, Ba'achila, Ushtia, not a lot of eat, not a lot of drink, Nilas Hasandu, tying of the shoe. Those are all dressing the, your existence, dressing the Yesh. All these needs are basically for the person's uh, meal. So on that day, we express the true level of Bittl. And for this, similar to this, are all the uh, bowing down, the bending and the bowings that took place in Kippur. That we fall on our faces. What is this? So we should be in a way of subjugation. That's all the activity. And behold, yes, days mine There are two levels of the arrogance of spirits. in an outer level. He knows his by himself his low value. So he considers himself for a, a being and something important in front of the people. He knows that he's a nothing, that he's a shvegeli. But he dresses up, he pretends. You know some of those people. Yeah. <laughs> so, appears to be something. So that's one of them. But the yesh. 
Bechinas Pnimis. And then there's sometimes an arrogant who's inside arrogant. Which means not only that you're showing yourself to be arrogant, but you start really believing that you're somebody. It's not like you're, this is an insight that you're actually convinced yourself that you are uh, a big, a big shot. Yes, it's the essence of the person's grossness. Shedarka Yosher Be'enov, his ways are straight in his eyes. He is truly important in his own eyes. He feels himself important. Okay. So, on the first level, on this day, he will atone for you. So he asked before this two times. First, the Tairaschem, then the Fnashem to Toru. The first time is. To be metayr eschem aleichem daikem. What's on top of you? That is the uh, blemishes. That is the outer layer of arrogance, which is just pretending. He's just making believe in front of other people. Daim ha'shalechem b'chut. Balabchina habeiz omar. But on the second level, he says, "Mikol chateseichem." From your side, daim chates pnimis shalachem. Your inner sin, meaning. Your inner arrogance, which you really think you're something. Before Hashem, you'll be purified, which means Pirush. Before Hashem means that comes before Hashem. The Torah itself is the Shem Abaye, because He's Shmoisr Shalakadish So call a Torah Shmoisr Shalakadish Everything is the name of Hashem, which is Yud. He chokma yud is level chokma raisin and chokma nafkis Torah comes from chokma. Then you have yud kevavki. This is the name of Hashem. All the name the name of Hashem. Ah, but through repentance, meumka the libo from the depth of the hearts, mimamakim krosicha vayet from the depth. I call you Hashem shemamshich bechinas havayet that He brings out He extends love of vayet for us. And then tithoru misitra de klipa. When you bring down the level uh, uh, that then you be then you purify from the sitra klipa. They should lay a hell of a hester, so that there should be no more blocking and covering, not to obscure the oiris sabaruchu, the blessed light of sabar sevkul almin. I don't know what he's saying over here. Makim krosicho havaye, but he was trying to say lifnei havaye before. That through the tshuva, he's calling from the depths havaye, meaning he's mamshich havaye. But he says it should be no more. It seems like he wants to give a head high from havaye, but this is, now it just says the level of havaye. And this is why the second looks were given in, in, in Kippur means Gilu Anoichi Hashem Alekecho. So on Yom Kippur, it's not just Havaya. How does that service of different start? Anoichi. Then it comes to the level of Havaya. Anoichi Mamash. Mamash Anoichi. Ay, Ay, which is the level of Esau. It's not just the level of the Shem Havaya. 
And with this, Hashem promises you, not commands you, only don't, you shall not have other gods. There will not be other gods. This is a promise. That there won't be other gods. There won't be no other gods. You're arrogant. You think they won't hide and cover your inner side. Because your sins, they separate. And that's why you become that level of, 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 of arrogance. But during Yom Kippur, all this takes place in a hidden in a way. Because the last look will give them quietly. First look at the Hebrews made the Koyla Subrakim and everything, but they didn't last. But the Luchas Achroinus will give them Bitsina, Yom Kippur. The revelation of Simchas Torah. That is, comes out, the opening comes out of Simchas Torah. Simchas Torah, that is the joy of Torah. Gilui Mokeda Torah, the revelation of the source of Torah. Gilui Oina Ga'el Yim Baruch Hu, that's the revelation of the delight of the Elim Baruch Hu.